0: Hi, this is David Yaz of the Boston Podcast Network. We hope you are staying safe, sound, and sane as this year continues to drag on and we do all that we have to do to get through this pandemic. Well, how about this? If you want to be on a Zoom call that isn't dreadfully boring, please join us for Zoomapalooza, an interactive adventure of fun, games, comedy, and who knows what else. Tickets are absolutely free or hire us for your next office or corporate event. Just visit pod617.com slash Zoom. That's pod617.com slash Zoom. Now enjoy the following production of pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. Are you ready? It's from the Pod 617 studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers and thieves. Welcome to the Boston podcast. My name is Dave. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to us on Apple podcast. Leave us a like. Show us a little love. I have someone here today that's all about love. This is so appropriate. My good friend, she happens to be the founder and president of Love Life Now Foundation. It's an organization. I can talk. I swear I'm a podcaster, which promotes awareness against domestic violence and is dedicated to stopping and eliminating domestic violence. Needless to say, a noble cause, especially now. My friend Laverne Gordon is in the virtual studio yes represent
1: <laughs> oh my goodness thank you so much for having me David
0: <laughs> my pleasure it's great to see you so I I don't get to see you enough Laverne and I met through sort of networky circles but we've become friends Yeah, we've um we've hung out we've philosophized together we have yes. we danced on stage together once we don't need to go into that Laverne oh my was, goodness was, but I <laughs> I think it might have been for a good cause. I don't know. We were having fun. It it
1: definitely uh, was for a good cause. It was for a good (laughs)
0: cause. And um, so thanks for joining us. How has the road been? How has your pandemic been? Just in general. You doing okay? You know
1: what? I mean, and I was saying this to someone the other day that I feel sometimes particularly guilty because we, my family and I have been able to hunker down and really sort of social distance and not feel overwhelmed by it. I think the the hardest part for 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 us and me specifically was homeschooling. And I am so glad that part is over. But other than that, um, you know, it's been it's been it's been okay, you know. We've we've made home
0: remind, remind me, who were you homes who were you homeschooling?
1: A 7-year-old little boy <laughs> whose energy is like through the roof. And yeah, yeah so it was quite the adventure. And he in the first two weeks, David, it was it was complete chaos, as I think it was for everyone who mm. sort of had to drop everything and switch. And um, then we, we got a routine going, and that made things much better. I mean, there were days that I was ready to throw in the towel. This one particular day, he came to me and he said, at the end of the night, he said, Mommy, I apologize for the day that we had today. <laughs> I know that I was a lot responsible for that. I mean, at this, wow. at this, he sticks at the time, right? Yeah. He said, "Um, I really hope you have a better night with a good night's sleep <laughs> because we're going to do it again tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that has been, um, that has been probably the, 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 one of the biggest, you know, just bummers of this whole thing is, yeah. you know, there are upsides. You get to spend more time with the family and, and some Definitely. people have said, but, you know no one signed up for this and it's it's just bizarre times we live in like if you Seriously. if you had um like i've been watching a little bit of baseball it, it's weird but at least it's some baseball just as an example right. i was saying to myself if i had last year if i had clicked on the tv and happened to have like a time machine tv that was one yeah. year in the future so i click on i'm trying to watch this game i noticed that the the fan noise is fake. There are no fans in the stage. Everybody right. in the dugout is wearing masks. I, I can't imagine what I would think. What well, I mean, what is like, what,
1: what is what is this?
0: Yeah. What everybody's <laughs> walking around wearing masks. The the there's there's very little traffic. You would think you know zombie apocalypse or maybe like something worse than corona. I would imagine. I would think Legit. like yeah. I would think like Ebola and like you know eighty percent of us are dead.
1: Right. Ugh. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: (laughs) there's no way that you could have cooked this up in any way, shape or form. 2020 has, you know, you just need to wipe it all out and hit the restart button. Yeah, because this has been just I mean, you know, and not just that. Right. So there there's been the issue of two pandemics going on. I'm right. So I'm a woman of color and that has particularly hit home for me and my family. And so, yeah, it just it's 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 just sort of all of this blended together has yeah. just sort of created this perfect sort of, um, storm. And
0: And tell me if you agree, it's, it's sad that people have dr- some people in this country have drawn lines yeah. on both issues. They think, they think, you know, I right. mean, I hate to stereotype, but a bunch of the people, I don't think it's a stretch to say a bunch of the people that support the president are part of a group That that is not only very cynical and doubting of the of the the motives of the Black Lives, Black Lives Matter movement, but they're also the same stupid people who are refusing to wear the masks, you know. Right. So. Right.
1: Right. The the civil liberties are being impacted and. Yeah. Showing up with guns at the state house and all this other crazy stuff. It's just, it's a hoax, you know, to get yeah. us all lot I mean, it's, it's, they politicize something that is killing people um, every day. Yeah. Uh, people that I know um, have died. People that I know have gotten the virus. Yeah. Um, and I, it's, this is anything but a hoax. Yeah, I it, can tell you that.
0: N- yeah. No, you know? I, it's yeah trust me it's not a hoax and it, it's to to believe in that is just to sort of succumb to some you know kind of bottom Pretty feeder yeah, just bottom feeder way of thinking that they're all out right. to get us and not, not right they're not you know what usually there's a i should look it up because i'm going to misstate it but there's a concept called occam's razor and I, it's some philosophical thing but the the point of it is the, the right answer is usually the simplest one. The, like the, mm-hmm. the, the simplest answer to this whole thing, it, it, trust me, is not that there are thousands of people who have been sworn to secrecy to invent this killer virus. Legit. <laughs> the, the, right. The simplest answer <laughs> is no, we're getting right. sick. We got the flu. We got the Spanish flu way back when, and now we got this right. thing. Right. And, and now uh, we have
1: coronavirus.
0: Yeah. 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 So tell me, how. what is your reaction? Now, now we're going to get into what you do at your organization, which is obviously devoted to the issue and the and the continued play another plague of, of domestic violence that, yeah. that we hope is diminishing um but you've you've obviously you've you're you're a crusader like you say you're a woman of color you've watched the yeah. black you've watched what's going on with black lives matter what is your what is your reaction Ben, in all of this pro and con i've
1: got it yeah so you know initially when uh you know Sparked by George Floyd's m- murder, um, when when this happened, I think you know it's so. It, so first of all, the issue of uh, race has never left um, people of color and people of, you know people that have to deal with it every day. Um, but ever every time something happened in the news, it was more so riots would happen, uh, process protests would happen, um, peaceful or 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 rioting, and um, you know, we would be given something to appease us and things would quell and sort of get back to business as usual. Mm -hmm. This time felt different, I think, because we were all at home watching this unfold. So it wasn't the idea of you can turn away um, from the TV, shut it off, I got to go to work, I'm too busy to deal with any of this. Um, It wasn't the idea of, well, you know, that's not my problem because, you know, I don't know anybody affected by it. Um, or um, that's thats just not my thing. You were home during the pandemic and watching this all unfold 24-7 during the news, right? There's no way that you could have turned away from it. And that included people of color, right? So this is something that we've seen over and over again. But what was different for us was seeing the amount of white allies and non-people of color that came to to say no more yeah. as well right? In numbers, right? And more than we've ever seen before. Because David, at the heart of it all, and this is the way I feel personally, my voice doesn't matter in this country. I can shout from the rooftops about what systemic racism has and continues to be. Um, They're not going to listen to me. When I have somebody that's Caucasian standing next to me saying, this is what it is, I'm more apt to get heard. Right. And that's just what I mean, I'm not saying it out of any malice, but that's no, just huh? what it is. So to have our voices amplified at this level worldwide, right, because everybody was home due to the, this pandemic was something that sort of catapulted the movement into a stratosphere that we've never seen. So yeah. that was endearing to me. That was that that poised hope, Um it but it, it, it certainly made me feel more comfortable talking about how I felt for a very, very, very long time on social media. Like I said in the past, I even, again, it's it's, it's affected me, but I've never felt comfortable saying that I've worked in corporate spaces where I felt like if I said something out of the way if i didn't assimilate that i would be looked at as the angry black woman that mm-hmm. i'd be looked as at, at you know as the drama queen that i'd be looked at if i was late you know a couple times a week that i'd be looked at st- or stereotyped to say that's what they do right and 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 so i've never felt comfortable talking about that even as it relates to domestic violence right mm-hmm. a woman of color black women are more are are being killed at a greater um number than our white counterparts, right? Mm-hmm. And that is across the board. And so um, th- this, this time felt different and continues to feel different because of that, mm-hmm. because everybody is at home, because there's a number, I think more so the people that are with, with sort of progressing race relations in this country than against mm. um and so that that in itself has brought me a lot of hope mm. um to the to the end where i um i just this was my just my latest social media post um on our ig and facebook is i organized um a group of folks in our local town because for me marching wasn't where it's at to me again personally um we've been there we've done that they 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 when the riots start they they okay, look, give them something, let them stop burning the city down. Right. So, and then we go back to business as usual. So that wasn't it for me. And for, for quite some time, I've been sort of sitting on, how can I help? How can I be part of this pushing forward in my own small way? So I I live in a very small town um, and it it has that towny mentality. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and with that comes, as you can imagine, racism, mm. um, where it, for a lot of folks that live in the town don't think that racism racism exists, right? right. Yeah. And so um, so I organized um, a, a panel discussion on race um, that hosted the chief of police in our town, the uh, superintendent of schools, um, the town hall administrator, um, as well as a local uh, town Person who wasn't born and bred here, but has lived here for 35 years, is the host of this particular show that we hope we 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 did the discussion on, um, and understands what it feels like. Still, even living here 35 years, like an outsider. So um, that was my baby. We had a racial bias trainer. Shout out to police Warnham who was um, hmm. of the uh, KW Diversity Inc. Who moderated the discussion, and then I got you know questions from the community, from you know town our town Facebook group, and, and we asked those questions of these folks um, as it relates to race relations and the progression of it in this town. Um, Because for me, I'm growing a a Black son. I have a Black husband with dreads. Um, I, myself, a woman of color, uh, and I know other people in the town who are also people of color who feel the same way as me. And I, to me, I wanted to sort of get the the discussion going, a discussion going around um, the things that impact us on a day-to-day basis schools right i need to see people that look like my son that that are sure. teaching him yeah. okay um, I, the police, right? W- what does police reform look like? What does your training look like as it relates to uh, bias? Um, you know, and so all of these things culminate and then the town hall, because, you know, that influxes everything that happens um, underneath. And so uh, it was a great discussion. It was sort of the first and I was really, really, really excited about that. So like I said, it's it's on our, on our Facebook um, and on our IG, a snippet of it and you can find more information about that. But that for me, Is what sort of drove me um, throughout this, you know, leading up to this point right now, um, is sort of knowing that I could do a little piece. To sort of start the thing um, that's going to promote sustainable change, right in my corner of the world.
0: Sounds like more than a little piece. Sounds like you did great, but and I pl- I applaud you for that. And I'll say this: anytime you need a white dude to stand next to you, I will be there to stand next to you, Laverne. And t- I appreciate and, and, you. And, and maybe today, in a small way, we're standing next to each other virtually. Amen.
1: Yes. But, but
0: you know, it 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 angers me, and I'm always careful to say. Um, you know, that I don't walk in your shoes. I just don't. I, I like I'm a Jewish guy and a lot of uh, uh, half Jewish by blood, half Irish by blood, a lot of guilt. Anyway, the point is, but, but, you know, I was bar mitzvahed the whole deal. Right, and right, some, right. Sometimes I spar with friends on social media when they say, they say things like black lives matter is great. Let's not forget about the anti-Semitism going on. Right. That part's fine. I realize there's right. still anti-Semitism in the world, but I'm always yes. careful to say, Let's attack both independently. Let's not, because occasionally someone will go too far and say, but, you know, all this Black Lives Matter there's not enough devotion being paid to anti-Semitism in Israel. And it's like, no, eh, no, 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 Like it's, right. I mean, it just is different. I'm sorry. I am I can, Completely. I can yeah. walk, and, by the way, Jews are doing just fine in the U S you know, I mean, if you, if you, and, and, and my
1: hands went up with that one. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: Right. Right. And we are, we are now, uh, right. now, listen, my ancestors might be, you know, slightly tossing and turning in their grave. Yeah. Um, you know, the Holocaust in, in history, it wasn't that long ago. It really wasn't. And that is a scary thought. And we must always remember and all that. But it was not our history. It, this country has been a history of uh, slavery and oppression. From the ground up. It has. Yeah. Right. Have you seen the yeah. the documentary uh, 13th? No, I haven't. Okay. So it's on you my sh- list to watch. You should watch that. Now, it, yeah. it, a lot of it will become as no surprise to you, I imagine, just having yeah. followed these issues. But it's very persuasive in that Uh, You know, abolishing slavery was the right thing to do, but it 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 didn't even come close to solving the problem. The problem just just changed to a different problem. And 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 and, and, you know, sometimes the history books aren't very clear on that. Um, No,
1: and so that's the thing, right? Yeah. Uh, The conqueror gets the right history. And that in itself is the problem. Right.
0: Big, Big time. You, do,
1: you, you 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 First of all, you've been presented, like you said, it's it's vague because you've been presented what they want you to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, to this point, you know, it it it's it's mind blowing to me when we have, you know, Black History Month, where in a few days out of the month we get to hear about MLK and Rosa Parks, and not the rich history that black people have, you know, given and sacrificed uh, to this country, you know, and, mm. and, and ignorant to me, because again, you're fed what you're fed. Even growing up, um, I'm, 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 I, I was born in Trinidad and Tobago on the island. It's just above Venezuela. And um, there we were ruled by the British um, until the 60s. And so up until that time, I, I shouldn't say up until that time, but our history was an influx of uh, England, Um, and what they wanted us to know there. And then the United States, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and some of what the natural history is in Trinidad. Um, and so then you migrate to the States. I've lived here since 1990, I'm sorry, 1993. And, um, all I know is all I know, right. Right. It wasn't until a few years ago that I started learning about black wall street. Wait a minute that existed. Right. Um, who, who invite who, who helped to invent um, electricity, you know, who invent, invented the light bulb, but who created the filament that goes inside the light bulb? Right. A black man, yeah. right. And so all of these things that, you know, again, it's only if you dig deep and search, will you find out? And even when you do a lot of it sometimes is still vague because it's been wiped out um, but 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 yeah I I don't fault you at all David I mean again it's what you know uh, right. but it's when you know what do you do do you do better or do you stay the same and I think that's the call to the country now where do we go from here right I'm glad a lot you, of changes come her her start, started from it and I'm happy
0: I'm glad you brought up um, Black Wall Street and uh-huh. uh, and um, you're talking about Tulsa is yes, that, okay Oklahoma so Absolutely. so in case our listeners don't know um, this is this is blows my mind because I had watched the TV show Watchmen which depicts it's a fictional show but it's based on true history kind of yeah and but it depicts this this massacre in Tulsa. I ran back to Wikipedia. They did this actually? I didn't know. I admit I didn't know. And you know what? I, I won't explain it because John Oliver does a much better job. So I'm gonna yeah. uh, share my screen with you, liver and just he's he had to say, this to say last Do week it. about it. And our listeners will hear what John had to say. Here he goes. Of U.S. history. Just look what happened a few weeks back when the president, in the midst of nationwide Black Lives Matter protests, announced plans to hold a rally in Tulsa on June 19th. A decision astonishingly tone deaf for two key reasons next friday june 19th is juneteenth an annual holiday commemorating the end of slavery in the u.s as for tulsa 99 years ago this month in 1921 the city witnessed the tulsa race massacre one of the nation's worst outbreaks of racial violence recently portrayed in hbo's watchmen now The reason they're mentioning Watchmen there is a lot of Americans learned about the Tulsa Race Massacre for the very first time, nearly a century after it happened, from watching that show. Basically, the night that episode airs, many white Americans went, holy shit, I had no idea this happened. While many black Americans went, holy shit, white people are going to freak the fuck out when they find (laughs) out this happened. (laughs) Debbie at work is going to want to have a conversation. (laughs) The coverage uh, yeah. of that Trump rally didn't just introduce many Americans to that massacre, but also to the very concept of Juneteenth, the day that commemorates when Union troops informs Texas that enslaved people there must finally be freed two years after the Emancipation Proclamation, by the way. A so poll showed a he's... Stocking- He's making uh, the 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 same point that that I guess we mutually <laughs> were making, Laverne. Yes, but it's yes. yeah, it's but it's a couple things there. It's and he continues. By the way, if you haven't seen if you haven't seen that episode, John Oliver is just remarkable and he's funny as hell. But but he's he's always making a point. Kind of the
1: point across, yeah, yeah. Big,
0: big time. Um, but he's saying that. First of all, you didn't the, t- there was this thriving black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was wiped out in the in the course of like a day. But and just just almost like a, a military like strike just yeah. just to wipe out the, the black community there. Yeah. But um, how
1: it started. I mean, let's 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 just us let's, tu- let's really quickly touch on how it all started. Because right? it didn't just happen. Right. I mean, they had in this community their own banks. Right. Because racism. Right. Right. Go into the other banks. Let's create our own banks, movie theaters, hotels. I mean, really well to do black people. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I and you will have to go back and do your own research. But the the general scope of what happened is basically this white woman said that she was raped by a black man. He was then found they, they, you know, got a black man, brought him to court, right, um, and the the day that he was scheduled to appear in court, uh, a whole sort of gang yeah. showed up, mob, white people, mob, yeah. mob mm. right, and started like rioting. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then boom, you know, full on riot. So now we're completely, uh, you know, at 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 their mercy because we don't have the weapons to match them, right, and then. You know, bombs, you know, not bomb squad, fires start happening. They bring in. I mean, it was completely insane. Like mm. they brought in plane bombs to drop on. Yeah. It was insane. And then and then the people that died or were suffering from, they bunched up their bodies and threw them in a the corner, in a. you know, like a lot. People who sought help at hospitals, who got to, who were able to get to hospitals where white people were 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 nurses and doctors were turned away. Very few, you know, folks got uh, treated um, from good Samaritan doctors and, uh, and nurses. And then the rest of the folks were bunched into this big place. A lot of the, a lot of folks, are the, their descendants today, David, don't know where their people are yeah. because they were thrown into graves that were unmarked for the most part, right? And yeah. so it just it it this it's disheartening. Um it's it that's just one area of history where where America doesn't talk about it because it's it's shameful. Yep. Right? Um and yeah, it's Jen- that type of thing that is perpetuated throughout the years. I just learned the other day that suburbs were created um to to to, uh, to for for only white people where black people were not going to be allowed they were not going to get even if they applied for a loan to get a house they were going to be denied automatically right it was to keep the black people out mm. and here we are 2020 still mm. happening
0: i never liked <laughs> it never liked the ideas of suburbs in the first place but you're right the, the last the last everything you said is right the last thing you said is particularly scary you know the the like oliver said the we don't know about the, this massacre because it, the, the, some of the reports in textbook, he, he cites chapter and verse. It's glossed over. It says like a, a riot by a bunch of black people was put down. That's what it says. Um, you know, Juneteenth is most people don't know what that is. Juneteenth, no. Juneteenth was necessary because the abolition of slavery was, like I said, a good move, but it, yeah. it, it didn't really free everybody. It didn't really give no. anybody rights. It, it, it barely did. And And it
1: took two more years. Yep. Two more years for them to get to Texas to tell them, oh, by the way, you're free.
0: Yeah. No. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like then you know, fast forward a little bit. But if you watch the documentary Thirteenth, uh, you know about the Thirteenth Amendment, and and yes. it's it's what happened after it. Just charts how the the laws changed to punish black that were used to punish black people on on mass incarcerated on mass. A trend that continued had continued right up to this day. And the number, the numbers, the numbers are staggering. We, yes. we, we, uh, we put America, we're definitely number one when it comes to putting people in prison. And we're definitely number one right. about an over and um, a, a disproportionate number being, um, people of color. And so it's, yes. it's, it's chilling. And so, yes. when, and so that's why when people's like, you know, I will fight on social media, even though it's pointless because you never change <laughs> anybody's mind, but I'll yeah. still, I'll still do it just to, to, to maybe open an eye or two yeah. people say I when people say you know there was like this nice little woman who I didn't know but she posted something like like all lives matter what am I missing and what I and what I said I, I, I'd I like to know what you tell people like that they're probably not I brave mean, enough to say it to you but what I what I said was what are you missing you are missing the point and, right? I, and I and I can't say it any plainer than that when, <laughs> when they say all when they say black lives matter the point is not that their life is more valuable than yours. It's hardly that it is saying, no. ex- if you say all lives matter, then you support black lives matter because that's the whole point. It's like right. all, our lives have to matter. It, they And up until this point, they have not. And there are echoes of the same racism that, that, that goes all the way back to the days of slavery.
1: Throughout. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I listen, I mean, to, to, to sort of put it into theoretical context, mm-hmm. you know, if your house, is burning down. The firemen are going to show up and put that fire out. Mm-hmm. It's not because your house is that it's not bur- that is not burning down isn't important. We just need to give a little bit more attention to this house mm-hmm. because it's on fire. That is what the black race has faced or people of color have faced from day one. We are on fire. Okay, in the workplace, uh, uh, um, um, in society. I mean, so my you that old lady, whoever she was, yeah. she can drive through Newton and not think for a hell second, yeah. hell yeah, that she's gonna be stopped. Right, my husband cannot. Right, I may, a, i I, you know, I always say I'm okay. I drive everywhere, right? Because I'm, I'm a networker. I go wherever I have to go. Yep. Him, black man with dreads, maybe not so much. He's definitely gonna be profiled. And that's
0: me. and that's what that woman will never appreciate. Apparently, no. But I mean, like the, the whole and to me, it's even put the put the Colin Kaepernick thing in there, too, because Hell, yeah. talk about people missing the point on that. You know what bothers me about that Laverne thing? And um, he he wasn't the kneeling is oh God. It. Bothers me.
1: I know the kneeling is
0: act is actually a tribute to the the military in part a tribute to the military. Colin Kaepernick was sitting during the national. That was his original way of protesting, and people said that's that's disrespectful to the military. So what does he do? He goes to a green beret, a white guy. Nate, uh, Nate Boyer, I think, and the guy says, "Hey, you know what's a good compromise?" Neil. Oh, I don't know if it's his idea. Collins, they worked it out together. Right. Well, Neil, yes. kneeling is is representative of of a soldier paying tribute to to a fallen hero, I think, or hero. something. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, whatever. Right. And so it was supposed to be both, and people still like you, Neil. You disrespect the military. It's like you're, and it's the same thing with Black Lives Matter. It's like you're putting yourself above us. Above now, us, right? Who, who gets to? determine what they're protesting about the person protesting or the person that just stand there listening and say, well, I think you're doing this. It's like, you know, I mean, it, it,
1: <laughs> and, and, and let's put it for what it is. Yeah. Black people, I don't care. To the end of time, black people will never be above white people. That's just that, unless you wipe this country clean and start over. That's, well, that, it, except, we, we're not except
0: equal. Uh, in the NBA, Major League Baseball. and right, right, it's like Eddie Murphy used to say. And boxing. You, you get rid of the black people in sports, all you got is hockey, and who wants that? Right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you for in, in, indulging me in that bit of humor. But yes. Well, you, go, but go, but go, but go on. You're. you're um,
1: yeah. I mean, it, you know, we'll, we'll we'll never be equal, right? Yeah. Well, and that's all. That's that's particularly what BLM is about. Equality, right? On some way, shape, or form, having us be equal, yep. not. Not denying our our loan application because you see we're African-American and you just inherently believe they're not going to be able to pay the mortgage. Mm -hmm. That's insane. Right. Um, Not 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 not, you know, putting another student ahead of one because of their color not suspending a student because of his color because you know he's angry and not taking the time to understand what sort of environment he may be coming from at home and sort of really trying to understand it but just sort of boxing it in and then you know set the the, the, the prison pipeline and you know making sure that you know he shows up in my courtroom he's a menace right. send him send him off you know for something as small as like Uh, whatever, you know, whatever infraction you may have. I don't know what it is. But, you know, just all of these things throughout society are what we are plagued with on a daily basis. And that's stuff that's done to us. What about the things that we think are going to happen, right, just because of who we are and who people have said to us to be? Like I said, I've been in corporate spaces before where I just didn't, I I, I assimilated as fast as I could because I didn't want to be looked at Any differently, and And, I knew I still would be, but I would minimize it enough to be where, in my mind, I'm acceptable. And the trickiest,
0: (laughs) the trickiest thing is that most let's let's be optimistic for a moment, but most people accepted you because you are competent and wonderful and passionate. And I don't have time to list all the great things that you you are. (laughs) But but, I
1: appreciate you. (laughs) But
0: the the tricky thing is there there are people that won't look at you the same way. And, no. they and, and the, <laughs> this is going to sound flip and it's not supposed to be, but the most deviant of racists will yeah. hide it. We'll hide it. And they, and they, and, Legit. but they still may make, you know, certain little subtle decisions here and there. And, and that's, it's happened. I know it's, I'm sure it has. It's troubling. And it's
1: happened. So one of the space, oh, go ahead. Let me not go there. I'm not going to go right, there, that's but fine. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say that I've been in spaces where, um, And I've been in spaces where I have presented something uh, that is completely legitimate, that if my white counterpart woman had done the same thing, would have been dead on attention. I've been in spaces where people have literally walked off in the middle of me speaking.
0: Really? Oh, God, does that anger me?
1: And and listen, if not for my sales background, Mm -hmm. where on where I took that as a no and move on to the next Mm -hmm. mentality, that could have completely broken the next person.
0: Yep. Now
1: it's and I know what it is. Right. mm -hmm. Because they move on and I see who they're moving on to. Yep. And so I'll leave that there.
0: Now. okay, sorry. Finish your thought. Finish your thought.
1: No, no, no! I'm no, just that, saying. Okay. If, if that that's me in a corporate space, can you imagine the person uh, on a on a you know blue collar level? Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, trying to show up, like show up.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and
1: do the darn thing to make a dollar. Right. And and being treated way worse. Yeah. Than I ever was.
0: For sure. It's insane. Yeah. Now I wonder. Now this leads. This is a good segue to to the next question I'm going to ask you, which I'm going to answer first because um i love hearing myself talk and then i'm gonna get your answer but the question (laughs) the question is simple the question is is it working is blm working and i wonder if you know one hypothetical example of it working would be if that happened today if you were speaking and a couple people got up and turned their noses and walked out would would more people look down upon them now just because it's in the it's in the public eye it's like what, what what's the matter with you you're not are you not down with this whole thing uh, I'm oversimplifying things, of course, but yeah, yeah. but but, you know, I think decisions are being made now whenever there's a hiring decision. And even if it's by some smarmy PR, per- sorry, PR people, we love you, but, but, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, a hypothetical yeah. like smarmy PR person who is only doing what he's going to do to save his own ass. Well, guess what saves his ass now? being publicly because, aware of BLM right, because if you right. if you make a misstep then then you're excoriated on Twitter. And so good. They, they said yes. you know they, they, you know shame them if they're not paying attention to this thing. The the right. the Boston Red Sox put up a huge Black Lives Matter right outside of right Fenway Park. Fight. And you know yep. what? I saw people, the fans on social media, well I'm done with the Red Sox. Well I'm done with oh, the Red yeah. Sox. And you know what? Good. You don't deserve yeah. the freaking Red Sox. That's so we, them we, out. right. And not, and if, if enough of you know Red Sox and something. Well, guess what? Now, if you're a racist, you don't get to watch anything. And that's what you do. Right. Just- <laughs> so that's, my- that's, that's all on you. <laughs> so do you. Do, yeah. So tell me. Um, I mean, you know, I I've heard you. I'm, I'm of course I'm, I'm listening. I hope loud and clear that th- this movement in theory will never end. It's not supposed to. Right. But is it um, working now?
1: I think I think, like I said, this time is a, is is different, um, not just because of how many white people people are on or trying to be on the right side of history and they, or, or they feel really, really, you know, sort of confused, convicted in their in their in their passions so you know a lot of young people a lot of progressives or you know have joined this movement a lot of them you know older folks who may have wanted to say something now are getting that chance because they feel more confident just like us it's meaning dollars are being pulled right, right. and that's usually right. where you hurt folks uh in in this sort of setting mm. um is is you know dollars are being pulled and you know for a lot of folks that want like i said want to be on the right side of history they are doing the right thing mm. Uh, politically driven uh money driven whatever the case right? Right. right um it is different this time around because there's just so much more amplification behind uh the movement and i don't ever i don't ever knock that i believe that the pro the protests um worldwide i mean even in my country of trinidad there were protests against uh, police brutality and racism, and 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 this is sort of a subsector of this all, right? So just w- within the black community, and this is something I want to hit folks onto. There is racism there too because of the higher class. Wh- who people feel are the higher class. So the lighter you are in a, in the subsection of bla- of blackness, um, the better you are taught to be, and that is just a trickle down effect of racism. Right, um, mm-hmm. at the core from slavery, right? If you were were mixed, you got to serve in the house, right? If you you right, and, and right, so right, you right. were a house, you were a house Negro. Um, and so throughout time, that whole thing has just followed us, um, even within the black community. And so, um, in any case, I digress. But <laughs> like I said, I think it's different in these times, uh, because again, it's not just the amplification of voices, but dollars are being pulled and, and a a lot of folks, you know, they just want to be on the right side of history. And so they're trying to do the right thing in that sense. So yeah, definitely working for sure.
0: Yeah. And it's, um, to use a slightly different example, you know, it, it, yeah, it's time to force the issue and, and it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's always going to come down to money right now and, to, but to go back a few years, just to use an example, you know Donald Sterling was the owner of the L.A. Clippers. He was famous, mm-hmm. famously ousted after making some terrible racist remarks that were recorded by his girlfriend. Good job, girlfriend, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and um, and but somebody brought up something to me, which is kind of interesting. Like I, I have no doubt that he's terrible uh, and that he he meant what he said when he when he made those terrible remarks. When it came time to hire a coach he most recently prior to him being ousted he hired doc rivers of course a black Mm, coach we love him we love him in boston he brought us a title that that shows me that it it, that you know the 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 i don't know if black lives matter was even a thing at that point but 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 public pressure did the right thing And, and, and and even this racist dude overcame his racism, not not even just for public face, but he knew that Doc Rivers was the most qualified, the best guy. So exactly. We need more of that. You know, I think we need more. Yes. Yeah. So we're we're, up. Yeah. uh, Before we started recording, I said I told Laverne how long we were going to go. And I said, but we'll go over if we're having too much fun. And I don't know if we're having fun. Fun. (laughs) Absolutely. Sure. It's fun. It's progress and it's fun. Tell us, give us at least a nutshell version of what's new at Love Life Now, your your foundation. But before yeah. I have you before I have you answer that question, I want to congratulate you. Um, Boston Celtics, in partnership with the Mass Lottery, recently named you and your organization a hero among us, which is a huge honor. It's just I remember seeing you know the the cream of the crop of Thank people that, that earned that honor. So much congrats! But g- give us a, at least a little bit of an update before we go.
1: Yeah. So Love Life Now focuses on year-round awareness, as you said, um, on the issue. We don't want the issue to be in the forefront when a celebrity is being affected by it or an athlete is being profiled for it. We want to keep this awareness uh, throughout the year as much as possible through initiatives that we host. So one of the great things that's come about within the last two years, um, and more so COVID-19 funds that have really sort of stepped up to help, um, is our Get Safe Fund. And the Get Safe Fund, I'm really proud of because, again, it's it's grown a little bit more, uh, even within the last couple months, um, because it helps folks that leave in an abusive relationship, um, but they have some expense that they can't finagle or, 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 or get right Um, Mm -hmm. filled. And so the get safe fund helps with things, you know, someone that's just escaped, but they only have the clothes on their backs. They ended up, they found space in a shelter, but they only have the clothes on their backs and they need additional food. So we can, you know, help there. Um, someone that has escaped they've called all the resources because that's a lot of what we do as well as point people in the right direction for help Um, they've called all the resources that we pointed them in the direction of but they don't have any space and a lot of the times unfortunately in Massachusetts because there's a shortage of domestic violence shelter beds um, that will happen so somebody will call and There's no space. Right. Mm. And so you are on the verge of homelessness um, and with nowhere to go. Um, No family. uh, You don't trust to call anybody else, et cetera. So we can put them up in a motel or hotel, whatever is closest to them for two to three nights so that they can continue to call these shelters um, in the event that space opens up. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, three days is up. We evaluate after that and, you know, try to help further going forward. So clothes, food, transportation, uh, you know, you need a rent-a-car because your abuser smashed it up. Um, we, we can put them up in a rent-a-car for maybe about a week, right? So they can try to figure things out. So anything that is related to getting safe um, as soon as you leave this type of situation, We are there to help. So I've been really proud about that because it's been able to help more than a few folks. Um, And it's not a hard process if you know someone that might need our help. It's not a hard process. It's as simple as reaching out to us on social media. I get get referrals from on LinkedIn, okay? A business class setting where we post and posts will inbox me looking for help. So like I said, I'm really proud about that. We are set to get back into our homeless brown bag and care. If you think you're experiencing or you know someone that's experiencing domestic violence in their home, think about the women that are homeless due to domestic violence and then may be experiencing domestic violence on the streets. And they don't believe that there is help or that they're worth any help. So mm-hmm. we go out with these brown bag lunches and care packages filled with toiletries um, and use those things as incentives for us to For them to come talk to us. Um, And a lot of the times, David, we have people that, you know, women that come up to us with a busted cheek or, you know, a busted lip from the night before. And again, they don't, they don't even believe that they're worth the help. So really excited about that. That's going to kick off again for the summer. We do it once per quarter. So it's happening next, this, this coming weekend. And then our empowerment fashion show is around the corner where all the models Mm. are survivors of abuse. Fantastic. That. Oh, my God. I mean, and for a lot of these women, it's they're coming out.
0: And how how are you going to do it this year?
1: So it's virtual this year. Okay. It's all going to be online, but we are um, taping the model's walks. Um, it's all going to be socially distanced. And, you know, our, our, our close sponsor this year, I cannot go without saying, is New Destiny Fashions out of Avon. Cool. Local town boutique. So I'm really excited about that and having Rochelle be a part of the team. And so um, shout out to all the people that make this happen. Steph, Styles by Stephanie, Um uh, Perfect 10 Salon, um, who is on hair uh, and mm-hmm. our makeup person, everybody, Craig um, Martin, who is the co-organizer uh, of this event. He runs Cohasset and the Good Deal Company out of Coacid Insurance. Mm-hmm. Um We've been doing this now. This is our fourth year, uh, and we're just really, really, really excited. So um, we're hopeful that people will hopeful people will tune in on November seventh, which is when the event airs, to see these women feeling and looking as they're. Your glam is to really walk in their truth, right? Because that's what it is. And so, uh, just excited about that. Our bedding drive happens every October. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, uh, where we host a bedding drive and ask folks to donate a new twin sheet and/or pillow. And those goods go back to a shelter that we advocate for for the year. This year, it's Alternative House out of uh, Fall um, out of Worcester. So. So we're excited that they are going to be getting these goods. Uh, We usually get about 250 pieces of bedding, new bedding, twin sheets and or pillows. Um, And they get to replenish a shortage of um, those items that they typically run out of because when victims show up to the shelter, they take the sheets and the pillows with them when they transition to a new shelter or on their own. Mm -hmm. And so uh, those types of things, you know, shelters get clothes and shoes donated all the time. But something like bedding is something that is really 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 important to them awesome. i know how yeah. i feel when i lie down on my clean sheet and pillow so yeah. imagine to someone who's been through a traumatic experience to be able to do the same yeah, so i'm just right. really really excited about those types of initiatives That it's not the only thing that we do but it's those types of initiatives that um sort of really keep us going and keeping the issue in the forefront as much as possible and in so order, i've said a lot
0: <laughs> i know it's great you packed a lot into a small amount of time for people who want to follow up in either the fashion show or any of the uh, these other initiatives go to the website is it love yes, I know it's or
1: follow lo- us on social media so okay. it's lovelifenow.org right. you can find all of our social media contact on there um, lovelifenow.org or uh, follow us on Facebook and, and Instagram at Now found. So found as a found. foundation, but at love life now found. Well, um, and so really excited. And I, I couldn't, I would be remiss if I didn't give our phone number. Sure. Um, we now have the ability to text uh, during COVID. It's, it's been a thing where, you know, victims are not necessarily able to pick up the phone and call right. for help because yeah. they're, they're social distancing with their abusers. Oh, um, yeah. We've had a few folks that have been able to text. So our number 888 888- Five five six nine eight seven six. again, eight 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 five five six nine eight seven six. You're able to text, and that comes directly to me, so you're not meeting any sort of stranger. Uh, I love to talk, and I am a survivor myself, uh, a two-time witness, uh, witness, a child witness to it on the island of Trinidad, and an adult relationship that I went through from 99 to 2001. So I know where you're coming from. You're not alone. Please call for help. The National Domestic Violence Hotline as well is something that you can reach out. Just Google that. You can get the hotline number there. Um, but you can also call us, and we can point you in in the right
0: direction for help. Fantastic stuff, Laverne, and, and so important right now more than ever for reasons too numerous to even name right now. As I yeah. said, as I predicted, you and I both like to talk and both get passionate about things and we're yes. out, and, and we're out of time. So all good things must come to an end. But you know what? All that stuff that Laverne gave you will be in the show notes of this episode. So you just you really just have to scroll up if you're wherever you're listening to your podcast, you'll see all this notes, you'll see links, get in touch, support Love Life Now. And good on you, Laverne. It's great to talk I to you. you. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did.
1: Same. Same, 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 wholeheartedly. And it was way overdue, so I'm so
0: happy this happened. Yes, we'll have you back. (laughs) Well, It won't be that long again, because I'll have you back on the show to update us on everything that you're doing. Thank you, Laverne, and thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. If you want information on how to do your own podcast, go to pod617.com, where you'll also find our event, Zoomapalooza, which is a lot of fun. Find out how to get involved or hire us for your next corporate or firm event. On behalf of the great Laverne Gordon, my friend, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Enjoy the day, everybody.